I could see this cast being an enjoyable experience. But what do you have to say about that actor? <sighs> I, I take that back. I'm not commenting. <laughs> I, I interrupt. A lot. I know. So what? Hey, man. You are who you are. Yeah. You're a force of will. Hello, and welcome back for another episode of Top Deck Hero Radio. Episode, was this five? Episode five now? How can you not remember? <laughs> episode, five. episode yeah. It's been a little more than a week since our last one, that's why. No, hell no. Yeah, as we recorded yeah. Thursday, a week before this Thursday. Mm. And today we're recording a day late. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're back. Uh, today we got with us Brian. Hi. Hector. Yo. And Ralph is back with us again. Oh. Ooh, yeah. It might be a little hard hearing Ralph today, but we're, we're going to work with it. We're going to go with what we got. Um, well, we're going to go over a, a few things. Uh, Grand Prix slash Pro Tour Magic Weekend Paris just ended. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, we're going to talk a little bit on the state of legacy as it sits right now. But uh, before we get going on that, anybody got anything else they want to talk about that's happened throughout the week? I mean, we've had a big week. Hector has came down to Miami for a week and just birthday. got back to Orlando right now. Yes, yeah, it was his birthday. <laughs> so, uh, what's up, guys? What have you been up to? Yeah, no, it was his birthday, and all he did was he wanted to play this. <clears throat> and what happened was he got owned. I don't uh, think he won a game. No, I did. I won a few. Mm. Not many. I was testing aggro versus blue black. And, and, I told and, and how did that make you feel? That it has a fucking terrible matchup. <laughs> Is that why people stop playing blue black? Yeah, uh, I think so. I, I think so. I mean, I, I think with equipped it with the right tools, I think it can it it, it could still be dominant. So but anyway, it does have a terrible matchup against aggro. Chapin, Chapin put red in it just to handle the weenie rush. Well, that, that's that's a completely new build. That's that's a whole other topic on its own. Yeah, we'll go into that also. But no, guys. I mean, like, has anything been going on in your lives other than Magic: The Gathering? I mean, oh yeah, man. Some douchebag begged me to um go to cool stuff to uh sell cards so we can buy at DCU, and now I'm addicted to it. Yeah. <laughs> D- D- DC Universe. It's uh, our, our new obsession beyond Magic. Oh, we also we also raided uh, the card game. Uh, Oh yeah! Wow, wow we, we raided. Uh, was it a uh, molten core? <laughs> yeah, we did. We had an. I, I had an old uh, raid deck for the World of Warcraft TCG, and uh, the raid deck was molten core. And recently, World of Warcraft TCG got a lot cheaper than it used to be. So, we've all been trying what to you make. Mean? Decks. It was cheap before. No, no, no. It used to cost just as much as buying magic cards, and now it's like. Buying a booster box is 60 bucks, you know? Oh, wait, no, because they were with Upper Deck. Yeah, they were with Upper Deck before, and that's been moved over now. I think, what was it, Cryptozoic owns the, the rights now? Yeah, Cryptozoic. And yeah. Uh, they, they've made, you know, they're doing an amazing job continuing the printing on the game. They have, like, what's equivalent to Fat Packs and Magic, but they call them something else. But they come with a, a play mat, with a deck box, with, you know, six packs, uh, a bunch packs. of... I got six in mine. I don't know what happened to yours. Yeah, but you also got a two hundred fifty dollars scratch off. Oh, okay. That 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 was really lucky, man. Yeah, and it it took all my restraint. I could I had to sell it immediately, or I wanted to go back home, put it in the WoW, and have a new mount. But anyway, was that even a good mount? Uh, it's a Drake. It flies. It's three ten speed. I don't know. It sounds good to me. 
It's a good mount. It's just kind of like, ha ha ha! Look, I got this, and you don't. B- basically, Hector knows I have so many other mounts in the game already. Like, I don't. Doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. And you have Fly Form. Who cares? <laughs> and I have like I don't know every Nether Drake there is, and you know Proto Drakes, Proto Drake. I don't know too much. But uh, Man, you don't need another fucking mount. Get a hundred bucks from it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm gonna quit playing WoW anyway. I start playing DC Universe. I, I got my first character in DC Universe up to level like seven. So having fun with that. Um. About anything else, or uh, should we actually go into the topic of the the podcast now? Anybody seen any good movies or anything? Oh, I re-saw Ip Man. That's just fucking amazing. Yo, yo, you remember Ip Man, right? What, what's that? Ip, Ip Man have, is oh, a story. Man. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell Hector. Ip Man is a story of uh, Bruce Lee's first martial arts teacher. I know what the story's about. Tell Mike. <laughs> I was telling him that retard. You're we're in a podcast. I'd like to know the story. You, uh, oh, no. Uh, okay, so it's the origins of Master Ip, which is like he starts in, uh, uh, he lives in World War Two during World War Two when uh, the Japan was invading China, but they kind of changed it a little bit, so they set up like a martial arts tournament for, for the Chinese people to get rice, but they got to beat like the people from Japan. And they were getting owned so much that Ip decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to fight for these people. And he just rampages through them. At one point, he had like 15, 15 of them, 15 of them fighting. Oh, him. yeah, no, but, but that, that, that's like one of the most epic scenes. Like, like you need to tell them the other part. Like, it was like the set, like the, the next best master in the entire area fought three guys and got his ass kicked. Oh. And, he goes, and he goes, I lose. And then Ip gets really, really pissed because I can't reveal any information, but he gets pissed. Because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. He gets really pissed. And then when he goes on to, onto, onto the fighting arena and he says, I want 10. Fucking, oh man, <laughs> he whoops their ass. But yeah, that, that's the recent movie I, uh, I, I saw. Or re-saw, rather. <clears throat> Hector also has to see Ong Bak 3, Ip Man 2. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I, I recently heard that there was Ip Man 2 and I'm like, what? Victor, man, you're, you're, you're not up to date with the good martial arts movies. <laughs> Well, you don't understand. Oh, I do. But yeah, no, that, that's pretty much it. What about you, Rolf? Anything? Oh, nothing much, man. Just been celebrating Hector's birthday, you know. For four days. Four days straight. <laughs> you know, talking shit with you guys. Nothing much. Awesome. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Um... Okay, I guess maybe we should take this on into uh, what this podcast is actually about now. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> Magic, the gathering, that is correct. Um, so, Hector wanted to play a test for his birthday. He play tested. He found out that uh, Black Blue is not happy against Kadotha Red, right? No. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like 70-30 Kadotha's favor. <laughs> it's bad. Is really bad. I mean, at least for the build that I had, I, I changed the build that I made it a fifty-fifty if I get lucky on the draw. So uh, Black Sun Zenith isn't helping as much as everybody was hoping it would. I mean, a lot of people aren't running it, but man, it, it it is good. Like the problem with Black Sun Zenith is if you run too many of them, you risk you risk flooding. Like, but now that the, the format's kind of moving towards aggro, it's 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 good. It's your D, it's Black's DOJ. I mean, it's it's not a perfect DOJ, but it's a DOJ nonetheless. Right. Okay, so, uh, and I know, Brian, you built Kadotha Red, right? Yeah, but it looks like it's not going to make it to uh, to the big leagues because everybody teched for it. 
I mean, <laughs> weird stuff happened, like things you wouldn't expect, I guess. I mean, I'm not, I'm not up to date with uh, magic builds and the meta game that much. I'm, I'm up to date, but not like completely. And uh, they, uh, like Ben Stark, put up a life staff and sort of body and mind in the deck, complete with four. Uh, what deck? Stoneforge Mystic Cargo. It- Wow, it's Stoneforge weird. Mystic in Cargo. But it worked. <laughs> it's really weird, but it worked. Crazy. 40,000 enough to work. I mean, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I guess. Okay. Um, so, uh, Ralph, what about this uh, secret deck tech you've been working on for the past week? Oh, me and Ralph uh, are talking about blue-black tech. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been working on the blue-black deck, the traditional one, and also working on a Tezzeret deck. Yeah, the Tezzeret one's the one I'm interested in. Apparently, uh, there's a Grixis one that did really good at the PT. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to talk about that. Yeah. He actually did really well, but um, in the finals, he didn't really pull off the combo that much. He just uh, he just tried to deal with everyday crisis. I mean, every turn crisis. That's pretty much it. I mean, he, he did play it one time, and he searched instead of... Uh, yeah, instead of making a guy, and I don't know, I don't know if that was Hector kind of got pissed off about that. Well, yeah, like you know, I've noticed because I, I, I have a similar deck right now, but it's going to be changing a lot. But um, I've been making that same mistake too sometimes when he comes in because I want to get his life up that one point because I want him to survive. I'm like, well, let me just search, and then I whiff on the search, and Here. it's it's like he dies anyway. No, but, but Mike, Here's he a- he needed to blo- he needed to block. He needed to he block. Really like, like desperately needed to block. That yeah, it's, exactly, it's, it's like, almost worth it to get the five five out there to block and protect him that way instead of trying to just jump his life. Total exactly, up. and and even if they kill it, they're they're wasting a spell. They're wasting a spell on him because that's the only other way. Because you have a five five or an unblockable like maybe. Or or Hector, maybe we're missing something, and maybe we need to re- read the report again. Because I don't know. I don't think someone of his caliber would do something like that. He must have had a purpose. Well, maybe yeah. he, was looking, he was looking for a certain card to solve the problem. But yeah, it was but nothing. Like, it wasn't like the, only, was the, the, only, the only thing that would have solved the problem would have been a pyroclasm. But he he was already hit with a sort of body and I mean, yeah, sort of body and mind, and had to melt ten. And well, you can't get a pyroclasm four. off of that, Hector. Like it's what exactly what That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, what could he look for? Like, I'm looking at the deck list. Oh, hold on, let me look at the deck list right now. I've pulled. I mean, I'm not going to knock like, Patrick Chapin and say that he totally did something extremely ignorant. He, he, he oh, oh, okay, never he mind. He must have knew something he was looking no, for. Like, how? Maybe mind slaver, but that's 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 about it. Like, I don't I don't think he could have pulled anything else that would have helped. Well, maybe that's what he was trying to do because if he's dead on the board, mind slaver would be the only thing to save him. Yeah, but he didn't have enough mana. I, I thought he had enough mana because um, yeah, it was kind of what twelve mana? No, six, seven, what, nine, thirteen. Nine, thirteen. Thirteen. Thirteen mana. No, yeah, it's ten mana. Ten? No, my slaver is ten to pull off. Oh, really? Six, okay, yeah, ten. It's and six ten, and four. four. But he, 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 well, well, this deck has a lot of like mana, so he might have been close to it. But even if he would have got, oh well, it was post board. So let me see. Maybe he was hunting for Ratchet Bomb. Would he Ratchet Bomb have fixed the problem? The report didn't say anything about him boarding in Ratchet. I mean, I, I, I don't, don't think that that would have been the smartest move. He, he was being assaulted by I think like two squadron hawks or something like that, and a sort of body, uh, body and mind. And, and he tapped the one without the sort of body and mind, and that milled four of his answers. And I was like, oh, I don't know why I wouldn't have done that. Hmm. I would have took more damage and not have my answers milled. Well, hopefully, I get to uh, watch uh, the GG's live replays of it and see what actually happened. I tried to look for that. 
I don't think there's any. Well, GG's Live, you can watch it, like, uh, as it's going. I know there was because they had people there covering the tournament. Uh, you can watch it live as it's going, or else you have to wait, I think it's like a day or two or something, to get it actually posted up on the net. But uh, otherwise, I'll just try to find, like, like he probably wrote it, write, write an article about his experience, and maybe it'll come out there, and we can actually see what happened. But um, uh, No, he's probably, he's probably paid, paid to read. He's probably going to write out an article, paid to read. That's yeah, how Star City is. You know, Lewis will read it. Lewis, Lewis has a Star City Games premium. Yeah, that's right. Um, but Ralph, what, 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 what oh, are we taking? Oh, that just reminded me of something. Lewis is married. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. That's it. He's taking. Yeah, that's why and he's he, not here. <clears throat> he got engaged. Oh, come on now. Really? <laughs> no, he's married. Shackled. <laughs> well, he, he's joining the rest of us. And, oh, Hector. You're not joining shut the rest up. of us yet, shut but, you know, you had a big event this week, shut didn't up. you? Shut up, shut up. We should, t- we should tell people about that. That's pretty Uh-oh. badass. No. That, no. that, to me, is a level up. Uh-oh. I don't no. know. Does she listen to the podcast? No, right? Oh. So we can talk about it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No. <laughs> Come on, man. Be Come a sport. On, that's no, a huge no. accomplishment. That's better that's, than making the pro tour. Yo, it, imagine imagine all those people that play Phoenix games in Paladin. Like, yo, you did that? Damn. Damn. Wow. Damn. I thought you were just a nerd. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Tell them. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's fine. That's oh, fine. Okay. Uh, he, does, he doesn't show it, though. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> such honor. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll leave you alone on that. Don't worry. Um, if uh, if you uh, listeners want to hear about it, please mail us. Yeah, e- email Hector. <laughs> oh, Hector man. Hector His email know, address too. is in the show notes. Oh, it was speaking of which. Oh, well, we're going to go over that later. Never mind. Never mind. I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> so anyway, what other decks did you guys see from the Pro Tour coverage that uh, caught your eye? Boros. Boros. The monster that is Boros. Like Boros. They just like. Go ahead. They can live. They they could just go off on on and on, and when you clear the board, Mister Koth comes out. You know, I really don't want to get hit for four. When you just date. It's, well, it's just it, a slick deck. It, it depends. It depends on the build too. Like day, you could drop Hero of the Oxid and swing for four. <laughs> yeah, no, he plays Hero of Oxid. I, I'm bored. I think. Well, I, I well no. One slick one of the deck, deck builds had one one of the deck builds had the Hero and the other one didn't. So you guys should look out for those cards. You know, should invest on them now because when we went to cool stuff, we just oh man, Goblin Goblin guides ten dollars. Really. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so sword. The swords are like twelve bucks. It's like buying a fetch land. Holy crap! Well, the the, the sword, the sword of body man has has stayed has stayed up in that. But the one that I predict is going to go up is Koth, because he's the, the all the Boros builds are running three of between no, main and, main and board. You mean, you mean yeah, exactly. Be specific with that because yeah, you can't no, run three in the main. No, they're not running three in the main, but between. Th- Three between main and board, he he he's probably gonna go up. So I I'd probably grab him and probably stuff in 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 blue white because blue white there was four blue white lists that topped each of them all, like all of them unique and different. Like uh, I don't think there was card, a single one that, that had card for card in the, in the deck. A card I think you should grab if you can is Stoneforge for sure. Stoneforge yeah. Mystic. Yeah. No, Stoneforge Stoneforge Mystic is at ten dollars. Yeah, it stayed at ten dollars. It might even go even higher. No, than man, that. it was eleven. It was eleven. It was a dollar, but still, that shit. Oh, also, that mirroring, mirroring Crusaders. Oh man, those things are. Oh my about. god, six dollars for a Mirroring Crusader. I was like, no. Really? 
Yeah. I'll just find that. He, he, he's gonna go up because because Bor- Boros has been topping consistently topping, so it it can be defined as the the, the tier aggressive deck. Like Kadolta, I still think that Kadolta, if you have the nuts, you win. <laughs> like it's just straight up. If 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 you go Memnite Memnite, Mox Opal, Kadolta uh, Rebirth, and and drop like Goblin Guide and go. Swim Goblin Guy turn, come back around, okay. Bushwhacker kicked, call it a day. <laughs> but if it doesn't, like, like like I said, if you deal with it, like, deal with the answer early enough, Kodota is... But you have to deal with it. If you don't deal with it, turn three, you lose. <laughs> That's the one thing mm-hmm. about Kodota. But then against, like, other aggro mirror matches, it's it's a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got Boros making a breakout, Kadotha Red that everybody teched against, Blue Black that doesn't seem to have its uh, stranglehold going anymore. What else? Anything Whoa, else there? that's just that's just for this tourney. You know? I know yeah. that's what we're talking about. We're talking about this tournament. The the, the reason that there's this tourney is because the way me and Ralph both found out is that it has a terrible matchup against Aggro and. From viewing the last few tournaments, it, the format looks like it's 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 getting the aggressive part to the format because that was missing before. Like during Worlds, that was missing. It was filled with control and combo. Yeah, for sure. So with the emergence of uh, these aggro decks, you're gonna start to see some some unique builds of control. Like, uh, yeah, like putting Stoneforge Mystics. Exactly, and Silvok Lifestaff. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, you should. I don't. I don't know what else to say, but but call him a genius. I mean, he thought of that himself. Oh well, no. Me, me and Brian came up with something. Where we're like, oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. That <clears throat> I came up with it. Okay, like then yeah, I did, told Hector about it, and he's like, okay. What if? It's just I'm not sure, but I'm gonna play test it, and if it doesn't work, oh well. What if for aggro, blue white plays perimeter captain and wall of omens. <laughs> Yeah, Wall of Omens. I don't see why you couldn't go back to the the old blue white so, with Wall so of Omens. So old Wall of Omens and 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 have squadrons. Well, uh, Ralph, one of the Japanese one of the Japanese players, uh, he went back to Titan build. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like all the blue whites were really unique builds. Like yeah, it's really, like you could have what, your pick. That's what I like about it. It's like it it opens the door for some inventiveness, I guess. No, I I see I see what you're saying. But to me, the most consistent one against Agro is the Grixis build. Cause he well, just... that's not true, because Blue White can morph into America to get in the Pyroclasms. No, why would you do that? Pyro- uh, well, yeah, no. Gr- Grixis has th- that Grixis build. Well, I, I think we should like talk about the Grixis. You just need to survive the four turns, and then they, and then let him have... Ga- um, what's his name? He He gets... What's his name? Hero or or Koth. Uh, like Koth. Uh, against mirror matches, yeah, Koth Koth is just horrible when he comes in, but it's not as bad compared to uh, swinging with swinging with like a bunch of creatures, you know. It's still the lesser of two evils when you when you swing with Koth and only Koth. But if there's an adventuring gear, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but yeah, let, let, let's talk about Pactor Chapin's uh, test list. You want to go into that in more detail here? Anybody have it up on the... I do. It's I magical. Seen, magical I haven't seen the actual list, though. So. Uh, it's pretty nice, Ralph. It's pretty nice. 
Alright, uh, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say the list if you guys want. <clears throat> um, for his land base, he has one Black Leaf Clift, four Creeping Tarpits, three Dark Slick Shores, two Inkmon Nexuses, three Islands, two Mountains, four Scalding Tarns, and three Tectonic Edges. For creatures, he has one Treasure Mage and one Worm Coil. Mm-hmm. And for this other 36 spells is four ever flowing chalices, two galvanic blasts, three Jasta Mind Sculptor, one Mind Slaver, two Mox Opals, four Preordains, four Prophetic Prisms, two Pyroclasms, two Slagstorm, three Sphere of the Suns, two Stoic Rebuttals, four Tezzerets, and three Tumble Magnets. Three Tumble Magnets. <laughs> wow. Wow, indeed. <laughs> yeah. And um, Sideboard Reads, three Duress, one Flash Freeze, one Jasta Mind Sculptor. One Kodotha Rebirth, two Pyroclasms, one Ratchet Bomb, four Spreading Seas, and two Stoic Rebuttals. Pretty nice, huh? Pretty interesting. Only used... <coughs> only used uh, red for the Pyros. Yeah. Uh, no, he the Galvanic Blast. Oh, he has two, two Slag Storms, two Pyroclasms, two Galvanic Blasts. And then two more pyroclasms on the board. Yeah. I mean, uh, Slagstorm, you know, each planes, each chase up all day. Mm-hmm. And even even opposing Tezzeret builds that he confronts. That's true. Mm-hmm. And Galvanic Blast just basically kills any any planeswalker in the in the meta right now. I think, right? Yeah. Uh, more damage. Galvanic. Yeah, almost. So good. Except J- Gideon. J- he kill Jace. He can kill Jace. Never mind. He can kill Jace unless Jace plus. Yeah. <coughs> well, I think he can kill most of them unless Jace plus, and Gideon he can't kill. I think everybody else he can kill at four, even if they plus. Yeah. So tell the, um, also Hector said that uh, Rise of Aldrazi is out of print now. Yeah, Rise yes. of the Aldrazi is is. It's going to be a pain in the ass to look for Gideon. <laughs> Good thing I have a hollow one and two or two other ones. Yeah, yeah I'm, still, I'm still trying to get one off of Brian, but yeah, exactly. I, I, I offered him last week, said no for the same trade, and didn't do it. <laughs> anyway, but no, the, 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 I can the, get more. I'm just, I, I can get more. It's not, it's not hard to me. It's not hard for me to get Gideon. I can get more. Just gotta wait. But, but yeah. That that that's a really interesting build. I just like in in my opinion when reading uh, the. The matchup, I think it was Patrick Chaitin versus a Boros build. Yeah, that's what it was, Boros. The one, the one thing that caught my eye is not even, not, not even when, when he plus, because I'm like, okay, I understand plus. Somewhat. All right, I need to search for an artifact. I don't know, maybe he needed to, to uh, I don't know, I don't know what he could have searched for. Maybe, maybe he wanted another Tumble Magnet, which is what I think he grabbed anyway. I mean, Tumble Magnet would have been good because it would have controlled. But what, what what got me is when it had equipped his sort of body in mind, why he didn't tumble magnet the uh the squadron hawk with that with uh with that the sword. With the sword 'cause 'cause when the guy he, milled him, he lost two pyroclasms and a slag storm. No, two pyroclasms and two slag storms. And this was post board, so that means he only had two more pyroclasms left. It decreased the chances of using it. <laughs> Dang. Mm-hmm. Like that, that 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 hurt him more than anything else. But yeah, I I mean he must have had his reasons for it. Yeah, I know, I know that's what I'm saying too. Like, but it's kind of weird, yo. 
like like I I I could I could see I could easily see because I think didn't he have Koth on the board at that point? Uh no, but I think no, he's going for the. Yeah. I think he just like oh man, it's lesser damage. Let me just take that. But it was also a big risk for doing that because you you lose cards, you lose ten cards, and he gets a token. I mean, I I, I believe he would have done it. It would have been okay if he had held a pyroclasm, and he's just waiting for it to happen. You know, I mean. That's like storm, okay, because you can't handle. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like storm. Yeah, because e- e- even pyroclasm w- wouldn't have worked. Yeah, exactly. But he didn't, and he was just taking that crazy risk. I still think it's a risk. I mean, he still had galvanic, but he need he needed a board wipe regardless, because even if he kills, he'll just equip sword of body minus somebody else, and that that that's annoying. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, uh, here's the other thing about uh, Magic Week in Paris. Um, we can finally say we have a world champion for 2010. Uh, not world champion. I'm sorry. Player of the year. Player, of the, Player year. of the year 2010. Brad Nelson in six games beat uh, Guillermo. How do you say it? Guillermo Matignon. Guillermo Matignon. Um, now, besides the fact that this is the first time that Magic ever had a tie and they had to have a playoff, do you know the other interesting stats about this? Now that Brad Nelson has won it, he is the first American to win it since the 99-2000 to uh, Magic season. Which was who? Uh, Kibler? No. No, uh, Bob Marr. Oh. And then it's also broke a five-year streak of Japanese players winning it for the last five years. Oh, yeah? Who won last year? You got me, but... Oh, wasn't it? Uh, no, I could be way off on that. It wasn't Saito, was it? Oh, that's Saito? what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it might have been Saito, but it, it's been a year since I've even thought about that. But yeah. Well, speaking of Player of the Year race, now with Ben Stark being number two in uh, GP Atlanta, he came in second in extended. Yeah. He, and now he, he came in first here at Pro Tour Paris. He's, that's actually getting me a little excited because you know he's like. Uh, He's our home player here, you know. He's, <laughs> He's a Floridian Florida, player. Yeah. He's a Floridian player. Yes, one of our own. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually getting excited about that. So that, that that yeah, that that's that's interesting right there. So he's right now winning the player of the year race. That's that's incredible. But then again, it's February. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're just started, well, but he's in a, a good position currently. Well, isn't that how um Brad Nelson started off? He won like his first two then Failed in like three other ones and then won like two more in a row. Top eight, top eight, top eight. He just kept top eighting. He didn't just, win a. It amazes me how these pros just get hot and just start winning tournament after tournament. Yeah, it's like, well, well that's because they put effort into winning. That's pretty much okay. Maybe they have jobs, but <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's pretty much the main thing they do. Yeah, but still, I mean, you think with a game with so much luck as Magic, that it'd be hard to sustain that kind of a streak. But these pros find a way to keep topping. Yeah, top top decking is good, but they're also they also learn how to hold back. Okay, back cards. Um, let me see. That's the 2009 season. First place was uh, you. Uh, I'm not going to say the name right, but it was Yua Watanabe. I remember oh, Watanabe. Well. The year before, the, or the second place was Saito. Okay, last year. That's nice. right. He didn't get it. Yeah, he came in second. <clears throat> The Saito Shuffle. Look it up. YouTube it. Saito. Yeah. <laughs> he shuffles crazy. I want to learn that. Yeah, oh, man. He shuffles so fast. You're like, is that even like... No, what? there's another one. There's another one that has... 
There's another one that has a badass shuffle, Cliff. The guy who um who beat Rolf in PT Amsterdam. Uh, PTQ. I'm not gonna say anything too much about this shuffling thing. But did you guys did you watch any of the coverage like when I called you and told you that uh, Grand Prix Atlanta was happening? And I told you, hey, you gotta like watch and it was like in the final match and it was uh, Ben Oh my god, Ben shuffles for like twenty minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He never stopped. Even the guys announcing on Gigi's Live was like, okay, he's going to hey. shuffle again. Yeah, so. and, and then the best part is when, when, when he presented deck to his opponent, his opponent started shuffling. And, and, <laughs> and all, the people, all the people in Gigi's Live is like, oh, we're pretty sure it's pretty randomized at this point. <laughs> right. Like, it's, seriously, it, he took forever shuffling that deck. It was hilarious. But you know what? Yeah, shuffle your deck however you need to shuffle it. No, I, but I think I lose a lot of games sometimes because I don't shuffle enough. Yeah. Actually, that's a very good point. Um, if you don't shuffle your deck well enough, you could be prone to some serious uh, losses. Yeah. Shuffling is really, really. Shuffling important. is important, definitely. You don't want to spend because... twenty minutes doing it, but. Yeah. No, because because. <laughs> that's like, OCD, man. Yeah, it's borderline OCD, but. Like, like personally, what I do is like after a match, I just pull out my deck and continue shuffling it as I walk around. All right, guys. Uh, we're coming up on. Uh, 30 minutes here in the podcast. We're going to get ready to take a break in a second. Just want to mention, you know, remember we're brought to you by NewbieGames.com. Um, we're going to come back from the break, and we're going to talk about uh, Legacy a little bit. Brian's going to go into that. He knows more about Legacy than the rest of us do. But um, And we're going to go into emails because we finally have our first email. And we have our first hate comment. So we're going to, we're Hate gonna, comment? Hate comment. Oh, I, I would love to comment on that. Yeah, we're going to talk about the love haters. Back. So uh, we'll be right back after these, uh, well, this mortar pod. Hey, um, 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 mortar pod. Welcome back to Top Deck Hero Radio. Um, like I said, before the break, we're going to go over some uh, legacy now in the second half. And uh, we'll give Hector a second chance to tell us what his big accomplishment for the year was. <laughs> And um, we'll also talk about the email that we received and the comment that we got. All right. First of all, um, let me see here. Our email that we got is from uh, Ari. I hope I got your pause, name right. Pause. What? Hector. What? There's a hit. Damn. What? There's a hate mail coming. I want to comment on it, okay? All right. Well, we'll, we'll get there. Let me go ahead with the email first. You do the... Bad comment first. No, we're doing the email first. Okay, I'll, we'll do the bad comment first, for, for Brian's sake. All right, over on OTG Cast, we got our first, not really hate message, but essentially what it is is this. I felt uneasy listening to this cast. The one guy that won't let any of the other hosts get a word in edgewise, I could tell that the other hosts were getting annoyed too, which just made it uncomfortable. If he toned it back some... I could see this cast being an enjoyable experience. But what do you have to say about that, actor? <sighs> I, I take that back. I'm not commenting. <laughs> I, I interrupt. A lot. I know. <laughs> so what? Hey, man. You are who you are. Yeah. You're a force of will. <laughs> Mortarbot is, is, is an amazing card. I, I, I really like that card. Uh, that card was awesome for me yesterday. It that was. card... It's a shitty well, wolf. I, 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 have to, I have to interrupt. I have to interrupt. Um, hey, um, 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 mortar pod. Okay, um, th- that comment was from Rushmore111. Um, Rushmore, here's the thing. We, we know he interrupts a lot, but this is just part of his personality. And 
we've come to terms with it. Even though we might sound annoyed sometimes, we're still like best friends with this guy, and yeah, you know, we we deal with it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we get annoyed all the time. I get annoyed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with you, Hector. I love you. Anyway, it it's just that he has a lot of things to say because he likes talking about stuff. You know, he likes talking about magic. Like he he calls me like one o'clock about a thrun, and one a.m. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. one a.m. <laughs> And just decides to start talking about the best creature in besieged, and, and I mean, I yeah, I, I listen to him because he has his like he has his um pros and cons about it. So it's not like we're getting annoyed. <clears throat> but um, we we have one other comment about our last cast. Um, it's from Clarence Share. Uh, great cast, guys. The only thing I would argue would be the best card in standard, and he has a valid point. He says preordain. I don't know about best card, but overused card, yes. That would be the most overused. Like, like, I, that I, card is that, that card is a starter deck. <laughs> it's 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 everywhere because it's it's it, it is a good card, but like it, it depends on what basis you know we do the. If somebody can remind me. I I I personally think the basis of the of the best card in standard would be. Um, would be its its standalone capabilities, because preordain is the best support card there could be. One of the best support cards is is up there with Jace. That's why they go hand in hand along with Mana Leak. Okay. Because uh, because they, they they each of them support support each other. So as a support card, yes, it is the be- one of the best support cards in standard. But you know, in a in a good green deck, Green Sun Zenith is just as good of a support card in that deck, or yeah, Fauna but- Shaman is just as good as a support card, but. Overall, yes, preordain is probably one of the yeah, best support he, cards. Overall, because I mean, you don't see a lot of green anymore. Where's Valakut? <laughs> Valakut? Well, there was three Valakuts at top eight. Maybe not. Maybe yeah, not yeah. in one whole not. week, right? In, in, in yeah, in, in, in one weekend tournament, it, it, it won. It did win. <laughs> you can't be the best deck forever because they're gonna keep hating on you. Exactly. Look at Kodosa. Kodota had two Insta stops hate. every time. No, no, no. Kodota didn't even make it off the ground. Yeah, exactly. They nibble that shit at the feet. They're like, man, that deck's coming. Let's go. We don't, I don't, I don't want to like, be unprepared for that deck. All right. And now on to our email that we received. This is from Ari. I hope I got your name right, man. But uh, Ari says, I started listening to the show since episode one. I've been wanting to email for a while now. I can totally grasp the concept. I work 52 hours a week, and I'm struggling to keep up with magic. I don't have anywhere to play since I just moved here about three months ago. Our closest store is about 15 minutes away. I try to test for legacy decks that I'm preparing for Star City Games, Los Angeles, but it is turning out to be very difficult. Testing by yourself, no team, while working insane amount of hours, making it makes it a real challenge. I only hope to place well in March. I want to prove myself. Uh, I want to prove to myself that a good player does not need a team or a full-time magic or be a full-time magic player to do well at a professional event. Keep up the good work on the cast, guys. I enjoy the podcast, and uh, thank you for giving me hours of free entertainment and insight. Um, he also says, "P.S. If you guys know anything about Legacy, please let him know." He would like to have a second opinion on his strategy. Well, um, he didn't really give us the strategy. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He uh, what we're gonna do is uh, Brian is gonna talk a little bit about the legacy scene right now, 
in general and like what's out there, what people are playing a lot, especially since uh, uh, survival's out. Yeah, uh, that's, big, that's what I was going to say. Cause, uh, and then Brian's going to give this guy a way to get a hold of him and that this guy can send him his deck list and then go over some stuff with him and double-check it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I'm going to turn the floor over to Brian now. You guys pop in whenever you hear something that you do know about, but like, for the most part, Brian is our house legacy guy. So go ahead, Brian. After, after Survival left, the old decks can, um, can actually have a better chance of winning now. Say, uh, Countertop was actually too slow, but it could win. Uh, Fish had a hard time with, uh, with uh, Survival. Fish is uh, Merfolk. Where it's pretty much like, fish is pretty much the best of both worlds, counter and aggro. Then there's uh, Belcher. There's a lot of decks in. Uh, there's a lot of decks in Legacy, but pretty much the ones that are that are that, that are dominating the most is are the ones that are, that have force of will. It, it, it's it's a generalization, but truly force of will is just an outstanding card. Cause I mean, you don't even need mana. You just need another card in one life. You can counter something, you know. You didn't even drop a land, and you could already uh, for the other person's plans. Now, <clears throat> goblins is also a top tier deck because they just they just keep spitting out creatures like too fast. Like Lackey, Lackey says uh, whenever he deals da- combat damage, one for one one, put a goblin into play. That's kind of broken. I mean, on turn one, I mean on turn two, you could drop a siege gang, and then just keep going from there. You can also drop like ringleader. <laughs> then go get Siege Gang. <laughs> yeah, pa- Siege Gang, pass. And then <clears throat> there's the Matron, who's like, oh man, I need this card. It's it's a personal goblin searcher. And not only does it search for a goblin creature, it could search for anything that says goblin on it. So like tribal sorcery, goblin. So I'm like, oh man, I need Warren Wording. I need to kind of put more creatures in my fo- build, uh, field. That's it. And then there's Pile Driver, like one of the most devastating goblins ever. He says, uh... Whenever he attacks, he gets plus two plus zero for each other attacking goblin. Pro blue. Pro blue. That means he dominates fish. That card alone dominates fish. Can't do nothing about it. It's like, ma- it's like magic thought. Hmm, let's make this guy pro blue. <laughs> then, what I like about legacy are the ter- one ki- uh, OTK decks. OTK is one turn kill. Like uh, Goblin Char Belcher. The Goblin Char Belcher deck. It pretty much has one land. And it- it'll beat you down. Uh, on turn one or turn two, the only thing that mostly can stop combo decks, like usual, are counter decks, like Force of Will. Force of Will stops that um, deck. I I've had tournaments in Legacy where uh, my opponent had to mulligan down a four just to get a Force of Will. He'd rather have two cards in his hand, or maybe not even a land in there, just to force my first turn combo. That's how devastating that deck is. There's also Tendrils. It's blue, black, and white. Depending, because they run silence and uh... Ralph. What was that card? Which one? The one that kicks. If you kick it, you can't attack either. Orange chant. There you go. Orange chant. <clears throat> so you have like silence and orange chant. You basically won't be playing anything. Pretty much. Uh, let's see. Don't forget about Zoo. Zoo Zoo is back because, like I said, survival <laughs> disappeared. So you don't you don't see like. Eight Fauna Shamans on the board and four Vengevines coming back over and over again. And not only that, um, Survival is pretty good because of the Madness cards and Wild Mongrel. It's stupid powerful. But uh, R&D or whoever was uh, 
Wizards. handling the rules. Yeah, Wizards decided to, hey, let's ban survival. It's kind of broken. Oh, and there's also like the 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 show intel. Show intel, I think, is two colorless and one green. I mean, one blue or two colorless and two blue. Each player puts a creature down from their hand into play. I have, you have Tarmogoyf, you have Goblin, I have Emrakul. So he <laughs> he drops Emrakul for free, and you're just gonna eat shit. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> There's also sneak attack, which is like the the gayest version of Emrakul combos ever. Sneak attack says for one red or one yeah one red. I'm pretty sure it's one red. Put a hand from your creature into play, gains haste, sacrifice him at the end of turn. Oh. <laughs> For three mana, so like on turn three, if you didn't get rid of sneak attack, you're done for. You took fifteen, and you have no permanence. Yeah, like um, my 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 suggestion would be to play like, if you're gonna choose something to play since he doesn't have a lot of people to play test with, pick something that's already been played and tested. That too, but legacy is one of the formats that you can completely be creative. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, but and, e- even if you're creative, like 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 I said, like once once you build this, you need to you need to you need to somewhat test against these matchups that you you, you well, feel that might be. That's there. every format, though. It's, it's but, but that's gauntlet. what I'm saying. But in this in in in, in, in um, what was his name, Mike? Who? The our writer or person send us send us the email. Oh, um, Ari, I believe it was. Yeah, well, this for Ari, like like he said, he doesn't have time to play test and all that stuff. So my recommendation to him is to play something that's already been play tested and and look up. Um, but then, how, even, how, but even how, then, but how even his then, matchups. No, even then, he has to play test the deck. Even then, so he gets used to playing the deck. You could hand me blue white if I've never played that deck. And yeah, I'll just start I was getting to, to that. I was getting to that. There's a bunch of 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 websites. I mean, it'll it'll take a little time but not as much time as play, as fully playtesting a brand new created deck which is look at matches and games read up on games and stuff and see other people playing it because although you're not playing it you're you're comprehending if if you can comprehend why they did each moves then then it'll help you out understand how the deck works and then, and then yeah then go into like playtest with like go to a shop nearby i know you just moved there like 3 months ago but um google whatever shop and then and, and then go there and Ask around, be like, "Hey, who wants to play Legacy? I need to test this deck." And then just well, that's like he said. His closest shop is 50 minutes away. You know, that's his that's his difficulty. I mean, yeah. I, I would say you know the first thing that comes to people's mind is MTGO. You know, if you don't have anybody to play with, that's expensive. Legacy. On MTGO to get those cards. Yeah, okay. I, I know Ralph uh, play tests his standard decks on Magic Workstation. That might be an option for you. Yeah, Magic Workstation is a good option. That's um, also. Also, in uh, if you're gonna play pro ver- professional versions of uh, Legacy, the, the the two things to look out for here: are you gotta be fast, or you gotta be really controlling. Cause um, there's no such thing as slow uh, slow games in Legacy. It's there's no mid range. Yeah, there's no mid range, bro. You're either fast or slow. Fast and or better, control. Yeah. Cause goblins, once they run out of gas, and you just like wipe the board for magical reason, like. Pernicious Deed, Engineered Explosives, Powder Keg, something like that. They're going to have to wait a long time to come back. And then, like, Counter wins. And Counter, I mean, they have to be really ready, ready, really early to survive the Onslaught. After that, they're pretty much set for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but, like, but like I said, though, you can be very creative in Legacy. You can be very There's too much sets in Legacy. 
it's it's legacy. Well, obviously, legacy is the the uh, format without power nine. That's all it is. It's some bads like strip mine. You can't have strip mine in legacy. It's just gonna devastate people. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, it it has the second best you know version of strip mine in the game. Uh, Wasteland. Wasteland. No, it, it doesn't even hold a candle, Mike. Strip mine just says sacrifice strip mine, destroy target land. Yeah, okay, but let's go like <laughs> this. Uh, strip mine is the best, but one that you can play in Legacy, that's the best land destruction you're going to play in Legacy. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, and if you if you want to contact me, I guess I'll give Mike my uh, uh, email ad in, to post up in the site. I'll give it to him later on before. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, everybody else's is in there, but Brian's been difficult because he wanted to try to do his contacts through Facebook. And I mean, if you want to tell him how to get a hold of you through Facebook, you can do that also. But I, I hate Facebook. But that's just me. It's annoying. It's really annoying. We're, we're still trying to get Brian to get on Twitter. You're annoying. <laughs> I am. Or it's just a habit. Hold on, sorry, interrupt? <laughs> no, it's a bad joke habit. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, yeah, I guess. So that that's uh, what we got for Legacy for right now. You know, um, I'm sure if you have like a new new deck idea, you you want Brian to take a look at it and he'll compare it to what he thinks is out there. You know, he will throw back whatever information he can to you. Um, yeah, I'd be glad to help. So anything else that you guys want to talk about? Like, let's say here. Well, what have we been playing for the last week? Well, um, we did go draft the other night. How did that go for you guys? It went terribly. <laughs> Heck, they got extremely lucky. Because I was like, I was forced into picks that I couldn't like give anyone else, but I was gonna use like, <clears throat> I had a Galvanic Blast already, and then I saw an Edge Champion and a Galvanic, so I was running a Metalcraft. Like I can't give this up. I mean, I had to take the Edge Champion, and uh, after that, he ends up having four Galvanic Blasts. Then my first three. match, it was, it, it was three. My first match was one of my friends who was off, and like. Game one, he completely destroyed me. So game two is mine, right? This fucking turn six gets a volition raise and steals my true conviction. And I'm like, crap, I gotta solve this. And so I solved it, right? So I top deck uh, Leon and Warden, the, the guy that was artifacts and challenge from the game. Top deck. going. Yes, yes, I got it. He top decks Mortar Pod, <laughs> destroys Mortar it right away, and gets it back. And, uh, then, then he gets consecrated things. I was just looking at it. I, I guess, man. I lost. <laughs> Sometimes you just get lucky. What can I say? Yo. Like, he used to do it with John. Like, he would be like, I never get anything good from Bloodbreak. He would, he would, he would blighten me on turn three. Then he would Bloodbreak into another Blightning. Jeez. <laughs> oh, me and Brian have had some, like, epic. Uh, battles. Oh yeah, no, like, like two weeks ago draft. Oh man, what was that? Uh, the besiege draft, right? Yeah, I, I was. Yeah. Um, he was red white, and I was black red. All we did was kill creature for creature. Like I drop a creature, he destroys it. He drops a creature, I destroy it. It came to the point where we had nothing but land draw, and <laughs> there were like I guess five to seven um, cards that we could play. But it was ridiculous. Like, the thing is, like, the store we go to is a small, like, little store. We have, like, eight, ten-player drafts. So, like, we always end up playing each other. So it's like, we always have to be prepared. Yeah. Well, we it's get like, training from picking cards. I mean, 
Like you get past the grave titan in, in draft, it's it's heaven for you after that. <laughs> draft is fun. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes you, you just you, you, you know what uh, you know what got passed to me in in mine. Contested Warzone. You got past me. I'm like two people down. I was in shock. But, uh, yeah. For first pick, I got a uh, Green Sun Zenith. That was first pack, first pick. Then I had a bunch of garbage being passed to me after that. Second pack, first pick, Red Sun Zenith. Don't want to play it against me. Had to take it. And the Scars pack had absolutely nothing for me. I think it was like I was trying to go infect, but apparently like three other people at the table were trying to force infect also. Yeah. yeah that kind of sucks for me. One thing I noticed about uh, Meriden Besiege, uh, blue is the worst color, but if you're able to crack a mind control, you should try to go blue. Because, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I agree with that. Because mind control is probably one of the best things you can do in Besiege. There's very few ways to kill it. Not a lot of enchantment kill. So I would advise anyone to, to take the mind control first pick. Definitely. Well, let me see, guys. Um, anything else uh, you've been playing over the last week, Hector? I've been I've been testing blue black to see how I don't get fucking massacred by. Yeah, but we know that already, and you're just gonna and get massacred. Told us that like 17 times, man. Yeah, no, yeah. it's terrible. It's horrid. <laughs> Such a bad. Well, I I, I teched. I, I I put a specific sideboard tech just for Cadolta Red, and there's two board spaces, actually more than two, but. Just for Kadolta Red, I put Marsh Casualties. And Marsh Casualties? Right? Marsh Casualties. Two mana, all my opponents yeah, yeah, get minus yeah. one, minus one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I, I was not expecting you to try that one. And I'm sure nobody else would when I play it. It's a, <laughs> it's a really good idea. I mean, I can't hate on that. Two mana. I mean, <laughs> That's true. Like, it only comes in for Kodota. I mean, it could come in for vamp Vamps, too, because I can kick no. it at 5. Yeah, I can kick it at 5, minus 2. You'd be dead by 5, yeah. man. That's a lot of damage. No, but I, I, I can deal with vampires better than I can deal with... Women. You know what you need? Infest. <laughs> okay, now yeah, okay. Infest. No, it, it rotated out. It rotated minus 2, minus 2 to all creatures. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's but, what you really need. Yeah, but, but I mean, it... It's an idea. I, I mean, I, I boarded it, I put it in, I'm going to continue testing it while up here. Well, we're like, what, we're like a week or, was it, two weeks away from two the tournament from here in Miami? Miami? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Just to let everybody out there know, uh, Top Deck Hero Radio will be at TCG Player Miami. Uh, if you're a fan, you listen to the show, you want to, like, you know, see us, say hi over there, send us an email, and we'll see about meeting up there do some trading, play a few games, whatever, because, you know, I, I know me, I'll end up being there all day, but I'm going to go O2 drop and then, like, chill. <laughs> so, wow. Wanna, I'm going to try... Ever the pessimist. I'm going yeah. to try, try to make an EDH deck before we go so I can try to, like, find some people to play EDH with. Oh, God, bro. What's and, up uh, that format? I don't know, man. It, it really seems fun, and I'm dying to try it, so... It would seem fun if I had the pieces for it, which... Which is, I gotta tell you guys, really hard to get. I, I, I don't care if I have the best deck. I just I have to play for fun, dude. But um, anyway, uh, anybody else have anything else they want to throw out there this week? Or are we going to wrap it up a little bit early? You guys should play DCU. Oh, yes. my God. You know, you I'm sorry. DCU. That's probably why we're not talking a lot this podcast is because we all have DCU on the brain. <laughs> it's it's, it's not like... a bad thing, guys. It's just that we don't have much to talk about because, I mean, 
What's there to talk about? The Pro, Pro, Pro Tour. Tour. We talking about the Pro Tour. Player of the year from last year, Don. Over yeah, you already talked about that. There's nothing much to talk about, really. We're just gonna end up talking shit if we stay longer. That, that's what I'm saying. We're gonna end up talking about I DCU. Shut up! Listen, what they really want to do is they want to quit the podcast and go play DCU that is standing. Hector, in front of- l- let me tell you something right now. You don't have it right now. No, I don't. But you're I, right. that's why I yeah, said you exactly. Guys. You do the same thing, dude. But no, then again, Hector has other jobs now, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were going to give him a second chance to tell us about his you know, nope. yearly accomplishment. Uh, nope. <clears throat> and uh, he still says no. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. People are going to mail us about this. <laughs> all right, yes. Now, um, by the way, everybody, we really appreciated getting the emails that we got this week. Uh, you know, we do this every week, and it's good to know that somebody out there is actually listening. Uh, if you want to email the show, we have two emails for the show. That's uh, Top Deck Hero. I'm sorry, correction, correction, guys. It's uh, jesterMH at topdeckhero.com or jesterMH at yahoo.com. That's how you can get a hold of me and the website. Uh, Hector, how can they get a hold of you? Mm, I don't check my email. They won't. I'm not happening. <laughs> what about Twitter, bro? I, I, you can tweet, yeah, 72501 on Twitter. Okay. Um, Brian? I'll check that more. I'll post my uh, contact info later. You're going to post it on the show notes? Show notes right. or the site, whatever you want me to, man. Yeah, we'll put them on the show notes. And I think I'll probably make a, a part of the website, have all of our email addresses or whatever on there. Um, Ralph, are you yeah. going to be becoming a steady part of the show more than likely? Um, I'm not sure. I'm just going to uh, just go with the flow for now. Uh, but I'm enjoying it, so most likely I'll be back next week. I'll just leave it at that. Awesome, awesome. All right, everybody. Well, we're going to... Uh, Say goodbye for this week and go play DCU. I'm gonna go play DCU, <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll watch them play DCU because I haven't converted yet. So. Yet you oh, should yeah. get it. I mean, Rob, I, Rob bought a fucking laptop. Yeah, you bought a, a gaming, gaming laptop. laptop. It's time to start playing with us. <laughs> all right, Turn everybody. In. All right, guys. Y'all. From all of us, the top deck heroes. See you next week.